you know, six-year-olds are just really, really funny. And they're just, it's a really good space. And of course, 11-year-olds, I mean, that's, I'm basically free. I'm like a free woman. But we're just not wired to pay attention to the things that we are grateful for. And in the face of contrast, I think that's all you can really do is really zero in on what you're grateful for. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I'm super pumped to be here today recording my podcast. Today is actually my birthday. So when I sat down and made a list of all the things I was going to do, and I really just wanted a chill-ass birthday because, you know, I've been traveling like nonstop in the last three weeks. And recording was definitely on my list of things. It really brings me joy. I just truly love it. So I just wanted to share that. But anyways, what I wanted to talk about today is actually things that I don't love. And I wanted to talk about contrast. And I think it's because this word contrast keeps coming up in a lot of conversations that I've been having, I would say, maybe in the last six months. And at first, when people started throwing it around, I mean, obviously, I know the fucking meaning of contrast, but I never really heard people use it in this kind of like self-awareness kind of space of, you know, how do you handle contrast or you have to have contrast to know who you are or dealing with contrast is really part of your growth. It was so intriguing to me and I don't know why that piece of it had felt just kind of foreign. And when I reflect back, I know now why it felt kind of foreign to me because when I really started going like, you know, head first into my self-awareness, self-development journey. And I kind of had this like awakening moment, for lack of a better word. I was high as a kite. All of a sudden, I had just finally given myself permission to do all the things I wanted to do. I was launching a podcast that I had always wanted to do for years. And I just felt like I was finally myself. I was in a fantastic space. I knew what I wanted. I wanted to share my story. I wanted to empower other people. And there was so much around that 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 just fucking excites the shit out of me. And I felt like I had finally found my fucking passion and purpose in life. So I really wasn't feeling like I had a lot of contrast in my space. And, you know, I'm in a coaching community and there's just a lot of people and um, going through contrast moments and the whole point of this obviously is to support each other and be there for each other and just those little reminders like we need daily reminders as humans on the things that you should be doing and daily reminders about the things that really make you feel good because the one thing I'm really learning is it's the littlest things that make you feel good and it's the super simple moments that can really get you through a tough time but if you're anything like me I feel like everything needs to be life-changing and earth-shattering and I can really get caught in my head during a rough moment and think of like oh my god what do I need to be doing right now I need to be doing some like crazy meditation yoga kundalini session or something like that to fucking get back to basic and feeling grateful but it's not true sometimes you just need a friend to hold a space sometimes you just need five minutes to yourself sometimes you just need a big glass of water and a healthy meal or just enough sleep it's really truly just basic things in life that can really get you through a moment 
So I know I've mentioned this a couple times, and back when I was doing my Q&A episode, and it's things that I don't have experience in that always stick out to me. And someone had asked me, can you talk about how to deal with contrast? And in that moment, I wasn't dealing with any contrast. Of course, I have contrast on a daily basis and little moments or I'm doing something I'd rather be doing something else or somebody's frustrating me at work in a particular moment or, you know, there's always certain little things, but nothing that was really rocking my world or nothing that was really providing contrast. So I've kind of avoided the question and I know I've brought it up a ton since then, but for the first time in a long time. I think I was really experiencing some, I don't think, I know I have been experiencing some serious contrast and it all started with my second trip. So as many of you know, the last three weeks starting right in the middle of January, I was traveling for almost two straight weeks um, for trade shows for work. And then the third week I was home for a couple days and then I went on a a personal trip to a women's leadership conference that I will talk all about and in another episode. But that second trip, I was only home for about 48 hours and it literally killed me because being out of routine and then coming home, which is where you start to finally feel like grounded. It's like imagine being at work all day and you walk in the door at six o'clock after an eight hour day and in my case an hour of commuting and you get to sit on the couch for an hour and then like oh okay time to go back to work. You'd be like what? I just got here. Like I haven't even gotten back into my routine. What do you mean I have to leave again? And that's how I felt. So emotionally I had major contrast with leaving again on that second trip and I was missing my kids terribly. However, I did experience growth because I didn't feel guilt that I was, you know, traveling and had some growth opportunities for work, which were amazing. I did not feel guilt, but I did feel like this emotional contrast of like, I just got back home. I really don't want to leave again. You know, my kids are great ages, so they're super fun to be around. And, you know, six-year-olds are just really, really funny. And they're just, it's a really good space. And of course, 11 year olds, I mean, that's, I'm basically free. I'm like a free woman, (laughs) but you know, they're just really good ages and I just miss them so much. So I was like, okay, no big deal. You know, I'm doing all the things to make me feel good, journaling, et cetera, et cetera. And I head out on my second trip. And as soon as I land, I get a text from my husband that Kobe Bryant had passed away. And like many of the people in the world, I was saddened. And as the day went on, the story got sadder and sadder. And then it wasn't just him. Then it was him and his daughter. And all you can do is put yourself in that space. And, you know, that's how we empathize with other people is you imagine yourself being in that space and like not even being able to imagine how you would react or how you would handle something like that. And then, you know, more details go out and it was the mom on the plane who, you know, whose whole family has to exist without a mother or the whole family on the plane who passed away. And the story is just so deeply sad. And I know that it rocked so many people to their core. 
And I have to believe that we're at a time where people are really starting to try to do better for themselves and create these better lives. And when an icon like that passes away, it really, really provides some fucking clarity on how precious life really is. And I know that that's the gift that that situation gave everybody was some serious clarity on, wow, any space, any time, my life could just be taken away and you never know. And it was hard not to put yourself in that spot and celebrities feel untouchable. So when something like that happens, especially to a young celebrity that he's basically my age, you've really gained some insight to how precious life really is. And then in this moment, I know that for four days, I will not be able to physically touch my kids. And whenever you hear a story like that, all you want to do is be with your kids or your husband and like really hug the ones you love tighter. And for four days, I could not do that. Anyways, kind of a tangent, but kind of truth, right? There's a lot of contrast there. And I know I'm not alone in feeling grief for someone that I had never actually met in real life. I think the world felt it, at least in the United States. Like, we felt that. That was a very real thing for us. And we felt that. And I think there's a lot of clarity out of that. And I hope there's a higher learning that comes from that. And I have to believe that. So through that trip and all that travel, you know, I encountered some serious contrast emotionally, um, expectations of other people and what other people thought that I needed to do for myself, whether it was staying out late, having a couple extra drinks or, you know, all the things that happen when you're in travel. And I just learned so much from that. And it was such a growth opportunity. So I'm going through this. I'm then I head into another week of travel and then we lost a dear friend through all this and I really have felt in the last three or four weeks I have experienced some major, major contrast. And the death around me right now is pretty unreal. Like I said, you have this celebrity icon passes away with his daughter and all these other people on a plane. Then we, my husband actually knew someone at work that had passed away very young, suddenly. And then we had a dear friend that passed away suddenly out of nowhere, all within like a week. And wow, is that contrast. Then I was dealing with my own shit on traveling, being completely out of routine, having to constantly um, stand up for myself in situations where I really don't understand why I had to stand up for myself. <laughs> It's funny how people try to put their shit on you constantly and like, hey, what I do doesn't affect you, right? If I want to go back and get some extra sleep or if I need some time to myself, then leave me the fuck alone and let me take care of myself. Like, I don't know why our shit affects everybody so much, but I know it's true. I know that in this space of, you know, personal development and really trying to grow that that can trigger some other people and they don't really like it. But the biggest things I have learned through this is that there's always something to be grateful for, and that's what we should really focus on. And while you're focusing on what you're grateful for and you're going through this contrast, it is the greatest teacher you will ever have. You can't really understand you know, our brains are constantly playing this game where it's always trying to keep us safe and we're always forgetting and just not paying it. We're just not wired to pay attention to the things that we are grateful for. 
And in the face of contrast, I think that's all you can really do is really zero in on what you're grateful for because in those moments of contrast, chances are there's something that is not how you usually want it to be and doesn't make you feel good and you kind of do have a heightened awareness of how things should be how you want things to be and what you're truly grateful for and you should really lean into that and it was just a huge eye-opener to me that practicing gratitude every day every moment is key and then the other big thing that I learned out of this is take that gratitude and layer in some boundaries because without contrast, you don't really know what you want. You know, I've talked a lot about trying to dig in and finding out how you want to feel every day in life and creating a life from that space. But without that contrast, I didn't really know some of the boundaries I needed to implement. And it's really funny is right before I went on this work trip, I mean, I did a lot of preparation for this. It's the only way I really got through it without the shitload of mom guilt that I usually carry with me. And of course, in hindsight, it's easy to say like, yeah, it sucked, but it wasn't that bad. It really kind of was in some moments, but I mean, ultimately I got through it unscathed everybody's fine and healthy and we all learn from it but it was really interesting is right before I went into this trip trips I was doing a ton of exercising meditating journaling like making sure my shit was super grounded because I knew I would need it more than anything being knocked out of my routine so I was listening to some of my favorite podcasts of course as part of this and I was listening to this one science for success I've talked about before it's pretty awesome And um, they were interviewing somebody, I can't remember his name right now, but when I do, I can tag in the show notes. And he said that, you know, he's really set all these boundaries in place that really create a happy life for him. And one of them was only traveling four nights a month and never traveling more than four nights a month because that way he knew that he was home enough and he was, you know, creating enough space and time for his family, for himself, for the things that really made him happy. And of course, my first thought, because I was going into like fucking 20 days of travel, was like, oh, that's stupid. (laughs) Because it was triggering me. I didn't realize it was triggering me. And kind of like what I was just saying, like whenever someone's doing something for themselves, you will always trigger someone else's shit. I was like, oh, that's so stupid. Like, how can you make that like a thing? But... That is definitely a boundary I will implement going forward. I don't know if four is the right number for me. You know, I'll have to figure that out. But I will never travel back to back that much. Not even just for my kids and my family, but for myself. Because it totally threw me out of routine. It totally threw me out of just some of my self-care practices. Now, granted, I learned a ton about myself one of the key things I learned is that I will not jeopardize my health for other people. I will not jeopardize my health to fit in. My health is a luxury. And when I say health, I don't just mean my physical health, my mental health, my emotional health, my spiritual health, all of those things. It's a fucking luxury and I will not jeopardize it to fit in. And that's something I've learned. That's something that definitely became very aware and apparent to me, which it would not have if I didn't experience contrast. So I guess what I'm trying to say ultimately is 
Contrast is contrast, but how can we really, really know what we want if we don't have contrast? I mean, it was such an eye-opening experience for me. I always feel grateful for my family. I mean, I don't talk about it enough um, because I've talked about this before, about how it's not really quote-unquote safe to be happy. But I mean, I have an amazing marriage. I have an amazing home life. And ultimately, I have a pretty fucking amazing life. And I know that. And I'm cognizant of that. And I try to be aware of it all the time. Now, granted, my problems are my problems, so I will have my moments and my days, but I do try to be grateful for those things all the time, um, knowing that it's an amazing gift, but that I felt so much contrast in those three weeks with the loss of people I knew personally, with the loss of some of our biggest icons, and just not being in a routine for three weeks and just not having that connection with my family and even my friends and my community. I mean, traveling really just gets you out of your routine completely. I know that through that, I have gained a whole different appreciation and gratefulness for my life. It feels even more fucking amazing than it did before. And now I know that contrast really is the greatest teacher. So what I'm trying to say is when we are facing these moments of contrast, which we always will be, that is life. And and then the longer we get to live, the more contrast we will experience. But I'm really working on shifting my mindset to looking at all these experiences as gifts. And, you know, the old saying like, oh, I'm not going to fall on a sword for that. Really focusing on what are the things that are really worth standing up for and getting upset about and creating true contrast around. And what are things that I just need to appreciate them as they are, which is most things. And just keep it moving and just always focused on gratitude and boundaries. And with those two things together, I know that I can be fucking unstoppable and staying in that space. So it's all about growth. And, you know, without the rain, you can't have rainbows. So what I'm saying today is embrace contrast when you do have it. And try to approach it with a different mindset of what am I learning out of this situation? What is it about this contrast and this moment and these weeks? What's the lesson and the growth opportunity that will come from this so that in the future, I don't have to experience this again. And either I will not make this mistake again or just the aha moment that I will get from this. And... If you just want some of like the basic tips on the things that I did to deal with it while I was traveling, meditation was amazing. And I was I was pretty emotional. I was pretty emotionally raw during this time. So it's not like I was meditating and like all in a zone, but for me meditation can mean anything. In most moments it was just taking moments. And just being still and with myself and just trying to listen to myself to see what I needed. You know, was it some space 
away from some of the people that I was traveling with? You know, did I just need five minutes of space? Did I need a healthy meal? Did I need some extra rest? Did I need to get more sleep? And just really trying to listen to myself in those moments. So when I say meditation, that's what I mean by that. Also, getting enough sleep. I mean, that was a fucking game changer for one. Like the nights when I started to be like, hey, guys, have fun. But I seriously need a little bit of extra sleep because that's where I'm at right now. And if I'm going to perform and be my best self on this trip, then I need to get my extra sleep. And of course, exercising, even if it was just 15 minutes of yoga in my hotel room, whatever it was, it really, really kept me grounded. So sleep, meditation, and a little quick exercise, and obviously connection, um, you know, reaching out to my family and friends, and journaling, which I'm super resistant to. I talk about it all the time. But I swear to God, when I do journal, like amazing shit comes out of my head. I'm like, who is this right now? And that's where I kind of got the clarity on how amazing my life is and how awesome it is to be in a space where I can say that my health is a luxury and that I will not jeopardize it to fit in in any situation, whether it's work, trip personal trip or whatever and I really need to honor that space and time for myself I hope I provided a little bit of clarity on how contrast can really be a friend and be your teacher and be your best teacher in life and just reach out and let me know if you guys were inspired by this and if you were or if you know anyone who's experiencing some contrast and just needs to feel heard and related to definitely share this episode with them and if you guys get a chance please rate and review me on itunes it goes a long way and i really appreciate your support so much and thanks so much for holding and creating this space with me today